Hey there, this is Tanya Wright from thenaturalhomeschool.com, the place for homeschool and Montessori lovers ready to make themselves centered, organized teachers, nurture happy children, and create smooth and successful days. Let's get you closer to your transformation today. Welcome. Hello, everybody. Thanks for saying hi to me. It is so great to have you here, to be here every week, almost without fail. Usually we just take breaks during holidays and things like that. Um, you know, different Thanksgiving holidays and different uh, winter holidays and, and um, days like that land on Thursdays. So we take that day off. But other than that, it is great to be here every single week. I cannot believe that we are on episode 34. 34. Today is episode 34. It is so good to see you here. Thank you for saying hi. I am glad that you are here. Well, I am Tanya Wright from the Natural Homeschool Show and the naturalhomeschool.com and the creator of the Montessori Way Foundations Framework, which is amazing. And I have some wonderful clients going through it right now. And I want to invite you to a couple of really good things, okay? So first of all, let's talk about two Facebook groups that I have. You are more than welcome to join. You just need to request it in your Facebook account. If you are a homeschooler, no matter what method of education you are using, including Montessori, you're welcome to join the Natural Homeschool community. It is a safe place for us to talk all things homeschool and all things that involve our lives because obviously as homeschooling parents, it pretty much takes up all of our time, all of our lives. So then I have the one that is only for Montessori. And if you love all things Montessori, you want to learn more, you want to dig deeper, you want to be with fellow Montessori lovers, then join the Montessori Way prep room. All you have to do is go to Facebook and in that search window on the top, enter the name of the group, it will appear, request to join and that's it. Then I will, um, I will approve it and you will be in as part of our awesome groups. I also would love to tell you that every week as I do my trainings, I can only do so much with a limited amount of time. So what I do is I dive deeper in an email. So after the training, I see how much I was able to cover. And then I send you an email with more information on that same topic that I was not able to cover in the training live. And so then you get an additional boost of information about that topic. You can sign up to these weekly emails for free. They are absolutely free and they are so much fun because I send you a reminder of these trainings. I send you a little snippet of the training and then I send you the deep email with more information on the topic that we discussed that week. So you don't miss anything. Just go to thenaturalhomeschool.com slash weekly emails. You make both of those one word, no space between them, just thenaturalhomeschool.com slash weekly emails. All right. Well, that aside, let's talk about today's topic. Today's topic is awesome. It is so exciting for me. I am, I'm just going to confess right now. I am so in love with this topic because I love scheduling. I love lists. So I love to focus on the topic of scheduling in this training. If you are following a Montessori curriculum that's for ages three to six, then you are in the right place. And of course, you can use these important points for any age that you are 
um, using for Montessori, it's um, ages zero to two, three to six, six to nine. You can use these principles for any age range because you know that Montessori does age groups, but I focus mostly on um, ages three to six. If you are wondering what a day in the life of a Montessori class looks like, then you might fall into a trap. And let me tell you why. You might subconsciously force yourself into trying that same schedule. Now, there's nothing wrong with trying a schedule, but be aware that you might fall into that trap. You might be tempted or you might subconsciously tell yourself, oh, this is a schedule that I need to be following. Oh my goodness, oh my goodness, I'm doing something wrong. I need to get on that right now. And it might be detrimental to you, to your children, to your environment, Montessori environment in general. And the reason is because the truth is that there's no one class that can fit into a box and say, one size fits all, this is the schedule you need to follow. And if you don't follow this schedule, then it's the end of the world. You can't do Montessori unless you follow this schedule. And that's the truth. So I want you to get into that mentality of, okay, we're going to discuss some possible schedules and all of that, but I don't want you to get into the mentality of, oh my goodness, what I'm doing right now is wrong. It's horrible. I'm not worthy to do Montessori or I am so lost um, that I need to get into somebody else's schedule. That is not the purpose of this training. I just want to make it very clear to you. So if you are looking to becoming a centered, organized Montessori guide, you want to nurture happy, normalized children and you want to create smooth, successful Montessori days, you are in the right place. You are in a place where there's no judgment. We're here to grow together. We're here to learn together. I want you to know that Montessori is for everyone. It is approachable for everyone. It is attainable. You can do it with some tweaks and adjustments. There's no one size fits all. And that's where I come in. That's where I help you fit into fit Montessori into your lifestyle, to your particular situation successfully, okay? So as I talk through this training, as I go through this training about schedules, let me know in comments what you know about the scheduling topic, what you have applied, what you have tried, what has worked, what hasn't worked, what you are possibly considering, you know, things like that, interact with me so I can give you a little bit more guidance if you are struggling or if you are stuck in this particular topic, okay? So here, are three very important things that you need to keep in mind for you to have um, confident, for you to be confident and successful in the right Montessori schedule for you that will work for you. There's no one size fits all, okay? So let's get started with point number one. And you want to take notes if you can, okay? Now, number one, you want to know and pace yourself in your Montessori homeschool daily schedule or your Montessori school daily schedule. During your Montessori work time for the current school year, you need to know and pace yourself very well. So let me explain why this is so important. It's not just a little cliche like pace yourself. Grant yourself the grace and courtesy that you so fervently encourage your children to have in your Montessori environment. You need to be realistic in setting goals for your schedule, but at the same time, don't be compliant. So you need to find the perfect balance where you are not overwhelmed with putting too much on your plate, but at the same time, you're not cutting corners in your children's education. You're not cutting their education short. 
okay? There's a fine balance between the two. There's a happy medium where you are happy and they are happy and there's learning taking place. There's no overwhelm where you're pulling all-nighters with all the planning and all the scheduling and all the overwhelm, okay? So let's make that very clear. Planning a schedule should make you confident because you know what is coming. But at the same time, again, talking about the balance, it should keep you on your toes. You should, your schedule should stretch you a bit, okay? So let me explain why knowing and pacing yourself helps you determine a good monetary schedule for you. I think it's quite obvious, but let's just, let me just talk about it for a second. You will really give thought to that balance that I just mentioned where you're not overwhelmed, but at the same time, you're not compliant. It keeps you on your toes. It keeps you constantly just assessing what is going on, what is working, what is not working, little tweaks. Sometimes one little tiny tweak can make all the difference. When I was doing the coaching call, the video call this week with my clients inside the Montessori Way Foundations framework, we see each other face-to-face. -face. We talk about their particular situations. And one of my clients was struggling with a particular thing with um, a way of presenting a a lesson, a work, and the way the child was reacting to it. And so we talked a little bit about it, a couple of, you know, follow-up questions later. And you know what happened? One little tweak that I suggested to her that she hadn't even thought about made all the difference in how that lesson went, that activity went, okay? One little tweak. So that is the special thing about giving thought to it. It's it's like that quote by Abraham Lincoln. If you ask me, to, and I'm paraphrasing, of course, because I don't have it memorized, but the gist of it is, if you ask me to cut down a tree, I will spend four hours, in six hours, I will spend four hours sharpening the ax. So basically, most of it is preparing, right? And then executing. So if your preparation is done right, you give it thought, you find the balance, then the execution will go more smoothly. Here's a quote that I wrote a while ago that applies really well to this one point that I'm talking about. I say, you are educating the whole child and as such, you must always reach the child where they are at to bring them up to their full potential. So you're seeing beyond where the child is at and you bring them up. So giving thought to your scheduling, Knowing and pacing yourself can make all the difference. So give yourself the grace and courtesy and also give yourself that, you know, reaching yourself where you're at and bringing yourself up a little bit higher, do a little bit better without overwhelming yourself because that is a huge turnoff. People are either overwhelmed that they don't even get started or they are overwhelmed that they just freeze and they stop in their tracks. I want you to keep moving forward. So this is a very important point. Let's go to point number two. Observe the children during the work cycle, okay? Children have a daily Montessori work period that can range from just a few minutes a day to about three hour blocks at a time. Don't get scared. Oh my goodness, how am I gonna fill up three hours worth? Don't, don't freak out right now. Let's keep talking about this point and you will see what I'm talking about. And if you have been doing Montessori for a while, you don't think it's a big deal to reach to the point of three hours in a work period, but there are some newbies here that really need this encouragement. So let's talk to them about it. And in the meantime, feel free to leave me some comments if you have any and give me some feedback. 
Now, um, I don't want you to discount the importance of actually observing children. You can discover so much from from observing children where they are at, what they are doing, what they're not doing, what they are more interested in and leaning towards, what they're avoiding, what is um, an aberration for them. Uh, of course, you know, the observation time and the range that your schedule will take place depends on so many things. Some of those things are, oh, hey, I see a comment here. It says, yes, indeed, the tweak you gave is working. Yes. Okay. I am so glad. I knew that it would work because I have done that before so many times. I just get overzealous and so you know excited and I overdo it. And then I realize, oh, I need to trim it back, bring it back a little bit. And one small tweak can make a big difference. I'm so glad you're watching. So there, there are this, you know, there are schedules that range from a few minutes to up to three hours that I was talking about. And the time range can depend on so many things. So let's talk about those things. Some of the things anyway, because there's so many, the age of the child, the normalization level of the child, the education level of the child, if they are at quote unquote, great level or above or below their attention span. There are other reasons why this time frame will vary, but these are some of the main ones. These are the ones that we hit with the most. One of the reasons that I always mention, you will almost always inevitably shorten the learning time or start with a shorter learning time is when you are just starting Montessori, okay? This is because you don't want to overwhelm the children with too much going on and you don't want to overwhelm yourself, obviously, with so much planning that you don't even know. At the beginning, you haven't observed children enough to know what to plan. So you're planning in the dark, you're basically blindly planning, and you're over planning if you're planning for three hours worth at the very beginning, and then you feel overwhelmed, you start with that overwhelming feeling, and then the frustration comes in when some of those lessons that you planned are not panning out because they were not the right ones for the children at that moment. So you need to pace yourself, you need to know yourself, and you need to observe the children. Between the normalization process, which is a must, getting to know the Montessori materials, figuring out the best schedule for you, and so many other new things going on in the environment, you just don't want to overdo it. You want to take it slow, keep it short and sweet, keep the children wanting more, so they will be excited about doing more. If you tire them out, they're frustrated, they're bored, they're just done mentally because they're so tired, then they're not going to be as excited about doing Montessori. So just keep that in mind. So how does observing the children help you come up with the best Montessori schedule possible? As you begin, keep an eye on several things, like when they are losing interest, when they are frustrated, when they are tired, or when they are hungry, that's a big one. So by understanding where the children are in terms of energy and attention levels, you will know exactly how much time to set up in your schedule for each lesson or each learning block. There's another quote that I have shared in the past that applies to this point. Never impose mundane or unintentional activities for the child because it will deflate their passion for lifelong learning and stagnate 
their normalization. Isn't that true? By the way, if you hear some chickens clucking, those are my chickens right outside this room is where they live. And they love to lay eggs around this time of day. And then they love to sing the egg song, letting us know that they have laid a precious egg for us to come and pick up. So I don't know if you can hear them or not, but they, you know, one tends to get loud and then all the other ones follow. We have nine right now. So that can get pretty loud. All right. Before we touch on point number three, I want to share with you a little um, announcement that is very exciting for me. So just take a few seconds and then I will be back with point number three, which is very important too for this scheduling training. I'll be back in a few seconds. Welcome back. Uh, I wanted to announce that it is very exciting that I have a new show in our going on and it is called Three Keys to Stepping into Montessori the Right Way. I am so excited. It comes with a free printable workbook that you can have to take notes during the show in our. It is beautiful. It is absolutely free. The workbook is free too. You do need to sign up if you can watch uh, the show in our just like any of the trainings here it, and uh, you can do that. But if you want the workbook, which believe me, you do, I took the time to do some really important stuff that you can fill out and keep for you, then you sign up. I'm going to share the link with you in a second. And that way you can go and sign up and take it. That, uh, will show you when it is and how it works and also send you an email with the download of the, it's a PDF file that you can download and print, have ready. This show in art is based on, I'm always keeping an ear to the ground, listening to uh, people that are wanting to do Montessori, but feel lost. They don't, they have so many questions. They don't know where to get started. So I wanted to share three keys to stepping into Montessori the right way. If you are brand new or newish to Montessori, this will be super helpful. If you have been doing Montessori for a while, but you feel like you're kind of in a rut, need a refresher, this will be a really good show in art for you as well. You will get a great printable workbook to keep detailed notes and remember this information for years to come. So you will discover three essential keys to step into Montessori with confidence, even when you don't have a whole lot of knowledge in the Montessori method. This is a 90 minute training. So it will take place. It will take place at the same time as my weekly trainings like today right now, but it is going to 
take 90 minutes. So instead of 20 to 30 minutes, it will take 90 minutes because I really want to go more in depth into the topic. All right, let's go to point number three of today's training. Today's training point number three is keep detailed notes during or after Montessori learning. When you are doing Montessori, I highly recommend that you keep detailed notes. I know it takes time and I know that it will require some getting used to, but trust me, this is not only for what you plan to do, but for what you actually did. So after the fact, keeping track of what worked and what didn't work, what tweaks or changes you made, improvements, and if you did tweaks and you tried out the new thing, if it worked or not, you know, all of those things, any feedback is super important. Why? Because you want to be able to see the whole picture and you will be able to start noticing patterns either in your tendencies or the children's tendencies or the way a certain, you know, child is leading the group or the way you need to be leading the group or different tweaks that you are making that are working for the better with some children, but not with other, you know, things like that. So you need to keep track. You can see the whole picture, all right? With those detailed notes, you will be able to notice things better. Have a Montessori planner to keep your lessons Montessori inspired, or even if you want to do full-on Montessori lessons. As you do circle time, lesson presentations, Montessori work time, etc., you are going to really be able to see things more clearly, where the shortcomings are, where the strengths are. Keep it balanced, so keep it positive with the constructive criticism, not just negative, because when you come back to these notes, you want to see what worked, not just what didn't work. And this is going to make it a lot easier for you to hone in on the best schedule that is for you, that works for you and for the children that you are working with, right? So if you keep detailed notes, you will see, okay, kids start to get hungry or they start to do this and that in the middle of such and such lesson, but I cannot shorten such and such lesson or such and such activity. So what I'm going to do is move this activity to earlier and pick a shorter time block for this specific thing here so we can cut it short and take a snack break, you know, things like that. So I don't want to put things in your head and tell you this is a schedule to follow because I want you to fit Montessori to your own life and make it work for you. I don't want you to think that it's an all or nothing, okay? So here's a quote also by me that I've shared for so many years that is pertinent to this point. When your goal is to be successful in educating a child, then you need to be aware that you are to tackle it from a whole picture perspective. And that is why I am recommending, highly recommending, that you keep detailed notes. These notes are going to make all the difference for you. Remember, take the time because otherwise you're reinventing the wheel. I, I will give you a little um, example. It's very mundane, very silly, but there's a new coffee shop in town. I have always gone to a specific one and it was just getting a little too busy, a little too expensive for me. So this new little coffee shop in town was perfect to try and the thing is that their menu is so different from the one that I'm used to. I have gone to the other one for years. I already knew my favorites. I already knew exactly what I wanted and I would just cycle through my favorites, right? Well, this new coffee shop has a completely different menu, a different way of working things. So I, 
I was just kind of blindly looking at the menu, trying to piece things together. It's more of a a la carte type menu uh, where you pick and choose the little things that you want to add to your drink instead of ready-made drinks. And so I pieced this one together one time and I loved it, but you know what? I didn't keep notes of what I put in it. So when I went back yesterday, I had to try something different because I couldn't remember all the different things that I had put in that one that I liked so much. So it, I know that it's a very small detail, but it just shows you that it is important when you find something that really works, that you really like, keep those notes. And what didn't work, also keep notes. In your case for Montessori, because you do want to know, okay, I've tried this in this specific way and it didn't work. Maybe if I try it earlier, maybe if I try it later, maybe if I try it with the younger kids or with the older kids, it will it will work, but there are so many variations of the same thing. So if something doesn't work for you in your schedule, don't throw it away immediately. Just keep note of the specific circumstance that you tried it in that didn't work, and maybe you can try it in some other form or way. So don't throw away your ideas. Don't give up on them. Just make small tweaks or try them in different ways. Think of variations, right? So as you ponder, on these important points, I want to encourage you to really give these three points some thought. Remember that you can start out with a short and simple schedule and slowly add more time, more activities until you do reach that three hour learning period for ages three to six, okay? Be patient with yourself, be patient with the children that you work with. You will be successful if you are determined and intentional. Trust me, these three points work keep moving forward one step at a time okay tomorrow there will be uh, a blog post that will be published with the details and some resources that will dive deeper into this scheduling topic so stay tuned to that and don't forget to sign up for the show in our the show in our is so exciting to me. I am putting it together. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be helpful. It's completely free. And I really want you to gain that confidence that you want to become a centered, organized Montessori guide. The link is in the comments and on the slide. So remember, these are three keys that you want to have, you want to know, and we delve deep in them in the free workbook so that you will be successful. I want you to really be able to get into um, your Montessori environment with joy, with encouragement, with motivation, not as a drag, not something that overwhelms, but that brings you joy, that brings you that feeling of completion, like you really are fulfilling your life's calling. So I am looking forward to it. Go to that link and you will get all the details on when it starts, the time, the date, uh, how to get signed up and all of that information. Then you get your email with the workbook. All right. Thank you so much for being here today. I am so excited that you were able to grow and get a step closer to being successful in your Montessori journey. I will see you next week. Bye for now. I appreciate you sharing time with me today. You have tons of choices about what you're listening to, and I love that you chose the Natural Homeschool Show. Thank you. 
Well, that's it for today. Until next time, this is Tanya Wright with the NaturalHomeschool.com. I hope that you will use this training to create solutions that will bring about smooth, successful days for you. Let's get you closer to that transformation today.